This is the world-famous marriage segment with Robert Kosick on the Sam Malone Show on AM 1070. The answer. All right, America, you know what time it is. It's our world-famous marriage talk segment. Let's take a moment, one segment, talk about the glory and the sanctity, the holiness. I know that steaminess of marriage. So everybody inhale, exhale, do it a couple more times. Husbands, call your wives. Hopefully you all sit. Hey, better yet, maybe your wife's sitting on your lap while the segment's on. Whatever makes you happy. I'm telling you, that's the start of a great weekend. Um, my wingman, Robert Kosick, and I have been doing this for years and years and years. We are up to marriage tip number 312 on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, penned by this church deacon and marriage coach, Robert Kosick. Author of the book Honor the Vow. What's up, Mr. Kosick? Hey, happy Friday to you, Sam. Beautiful day. And uh, suggesting that wives sit on husbands' laps, that's a PDA, which we talked about last week. That's right. I'm all for it. Yeah. All for it. Yes. <laughs> and guys in the kitchen, if you're helping to unload the dishwasher or bring in the packages, also a quick, um, you know, a brush by is also good. <laughs> you and your wife will giggle like the old days. Do a brush by. Oh, pardon me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Um, for our world-famous marriage talk content, by the way, congrats on marriage tip 312. You're just you're a writing machine. Thank you. Uh, this has to do with uh, pet names. You'll hear me call Denise. Uh, actually, I don't call her Denise. I just call her Princess and Honey, mostly. Uh, I only use her name when I'm talking to somebody else about her. I go, Honey. Hi, Honey. Uh, today's tip. I'll read it, and Mr. Kosick will comment. A recent study with 1,000 couples found that 90% of those who used pet names said they were highly satisfied in their relationship, while only 56% who did not use pet names felt the same way. The study further found that 16% of couples indicated an increase in satisfaction after they began using pet names. It's not rocket science. Terms of endearment are often used by those who love and enjoy each other. One, nicknames are the most positive. With, nicknames with the most positive response are, hey, beautiful, gorgeous, honey, sweetheart. And the most disliked pet names are babe, sweet cheeks, and muffins. Sweet cheeks. Dang, what are we in the 60s? Yeah, an old one, huh? <laughs> Take it away, Mr. Kosick. Yeah, so I found it really interesting. It was a, it was a pretty funny study uh, that went through state by state, actually, and looked at what were the most popular names used as uh, kind of pet names for your spouse. And in almost every state at the top of the list was that term babe. But then they did the study and said, well, which name do you hate the most? And babe was the one that came up the most as I hate that name. Uh, so it was kind of interesting, even though it's, it's used quite a bit, most people don't like it. And I think that's more the women than the right, men. Right. Uh, just they don't like being called babe. Uh, definitely don't like being called Sweet Cheeks or Muffin. And... <laughs> Dude, is anybody, I mean, anybody using Muffin or Sweet Cheeks who's under 90? <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, kind of goes the same lines when you've heard to your spouse as old man or old lady, too, and, you, you know, balling. Yeah, yeah. That, that stuff's gone. But but these are kind of interesting. And, and uh, you know, you use princess, and, and that I call my wife beautiful and gorgeous, you know, those kind of things. And it's it's not really rocket science. As I say there, it's – it's just an determinant of endearment, and it's no surprise that the couples who are happy together, they enjoy each other, they have fun together, would use pet names for each other because that kind of goes hand in hand with I enjoy being with you. So I got a special name for you that sets you apart from anybody else, and it, it's a cute little thing, right? So I, I often, yeah, my wife and I get around. I often refer to her as my favorite wife, and she refers to me as her favorite husband. <laughs> 
but I'm like, yeah, you know, just as long as the other husband doesn't know I'm in the picture, we're all good. So, See, but, you, but you know what, Robert Kosick, uh, part of uh, our world famous marriage talk segment. But because you guys are happy, you can kibitz, yeah. right? And yeah, I'll often introduce my son Bubba. I go, this is my first son for my first marriage, and <laughs> and, and he always laughs. But you know, because we 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 can joke about. It. I think a lot of a lot of relationships you can't joke about it. Yeah. I know, and that's the thing, too, is if your marriage is really rocky and it's shaking and you just, just tense there all the time, no wonder they don't use pet names is because that would just be an irritant, you know, and, and it just wouldn't work real well. So using that pet name is a really good indication of that's a pretty healthy marriage. And that, uh, you know, so my wife was asked me last night, I was telling her about this, and she goes, do we have pet names for each other? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, well, you know, I call you beautiful. And, you know, she threw out a couple of them there. I said, but we may fall in that 56%. We got a great marriage, and we only sometimes use the right. pet names. But, but uh, you know, you don't have to use pet names. But I did find it very interesting that of the couples who didn't use pet names, when they started using pet names, 16% of those couples showed an increase. And, and I think that was very interesting because it's saying – I find you very special, so I'm going to give you a special name, oh. a good, a good positive special name, and it had a good positive effect on the relationship. So, if your marriage is a little bit rocky or whatnot, come up with a, a nice pet name, not not a, <laughs> not the kind we hear some couples talking about, right? Hey, pain in the ass, go over here. Hey, thunder yeah. thighs, put that three yeah. That's right. No, 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 no. And it, uh, our world famous marriage talk segment, we do it every Friday at the bottom of the eight o'clock hour central. And Mr. Kosick writes, it's not rocket science. Terms of yeah. endearment. Uh, are often used by those who love and enjoy each other. So try it. Now, I will say that the ridicule I've gotten, now we've been married 30 years, and it's been, she's been princess before we got married because her her dad, Jerry the Mobster, called her Queenie. Mm. And he and I called her Queenie. He's A, 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 A. I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. I'll come up with my own nickname. So I started calling there you her go. princess because that's below queen, right? But yep. I, I can tell you that the eyebrows and the looks, like, really, come from women. It's not guys. I, I can't remember any guy going, you call your wife princess? They get it, right? I'm happy. I yeah. got a little skip in my step. It's women. And it's been in every city and everywhere ever who are like, princess? Really? And they have this yeah. look like, like, wait, why are you shading me because I call my wife princess? Right. And, and it kind of goes along the same lines of what we talked about last week with the PDAs. And, and Candace uh, Bure was saying, you know, she got a lot of flack for the picture that she put out there. But she said, the only thing I can figure is you must be miserable in your marriage. Right. Because, right. And that, that's probably the same thing here. If, if you get offended because I have a pet name for my uh, wife, a term of endearment that I find something special to call her, if you get offended by that, maybe you're just irritated that your spouse doesn't do that for you and doesn't have that same right. attraction towards you and and. You ought to go back and listen to the other 311 tips in hopes that, you know, we can improve your marriage. Hey, man, Robert Kosick, my wingman. It's our world-famous marriage talk segment. Glory, sanctity, holiness, steaminess of marriage. And the thing about Cameron, Cameron Bure, marital, marital hockey player Pavel Bure, uh, and she's the Hallmark. She pretty much is the face of the network. They use her voice on the Hallmark satellite radio channel as well, mm. is that she's, A, strong in faith with her Lord and Savior, and, two, her husband – there's a picture of him with his hand on her boob, giving it a squeeze, and she posted it, and it, she then pulled it down, and then she got attacked. She put it back. But remember, she declared her faith six days prior to that, and the media was like, we're not going to have any woman who, who you know, and I think she said, I don't want to talk politics. I'd rather talk about Jesus Christ. That was her line. Yeah. Two, think of all the miserable gals whose husbands aren't honking them, Right. 
I think honking, yeah. honking is the greatest thing. Like, I can't, what's, what's better than honking? I think like nothing, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, so uh, husbands do that. I Once again, I'm more street than you, so I'll, I'll say it. Wives, husbands want to go honk. Yeah. They do. And I'll tell you a really sad story. <laughs> oh, I, come on. Don't, go, don't, don't bring I, I me know. down. Don't bring me down, bro. No, no. This is, this is, <laughs> but this is, this is an encouraging sad story. So a, a guy and his wife were walking through the mall, and, and he happened to recognize some, some young girls walking by or whatever. And it caught his attention, and he looked to the left. And he turned around and looked to his wife to the right, to the right, um, to the right, and she looked at him and said, "I just wish you would look at me that way." Oh. I mean, oh come well, on, man, you're and, killing me now. I, I no, but see, that's a, that's a, But go along with what you just said. That's a two-way sword, right? It's like I want to look at you that way. Give me something to look at. Maybe part of the problem because you don't build him up and respect him and be his biggest cheerleader. So he's looking for someone else, or he's just a jerk and he should be staring at his wife. But in any case, they both hunger yeah. for it so much. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not an odd thing. You both want the same thing. So give it to each other, gawk at each other, grab each other, right. flirt with each other. I mean, that's what you need to do. And that's how you have a fantastic, phenomenal marriage. Uh, like we talk about every week. Amen. Wives do this just today. Once again, you're the church deacon. So I'll say it. You're in the kitchen or the bathroom or close quarters. Brush by your husband with the frontal sections. Just brush by him like the old days when you were newlyweds, your first year of marriage. If that guy's eyebrow goes up, if his eyes light up, it's on like Donkey Kong. Mm. That's an 80s reference. Go for it. Don't do the old, oh, I'll wait for you to get past the dishwasher so I can get to the dishwasher. Nah. Do the, do the brush by. Front go. on. Go for it. And you tell, and you're, I'm going to tell you something. Your husband's going to, I mean, obviously, <laughs> don't do it in the appliance <laughs> section of Best Buy. But I'm doing it at home <laughs> when no one's around. And then I'm telling you, you look at your husband's eyes or eyebrow or face, whatever. You go, ooh. And you'll be like, I haven't seen that look since when we were in Dartmouth together in 75. And it, the neighbors are going to call the cops from all the noise they're going to hear. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you throw in a nice little pet name like, hey, Superman or hey, oh, Cowboy. And- oh, Hey, fat girl, yeah. what is it, Superman? <laughs> I don't know what it is. For us, it's an it, Italian border garden, Greek runaway scientist. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's all good. <laughs> or as you always say, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's, it's all good, baby. All good. Uh, go to our um, – oh, <sighs> do I have to the break? All right, real quick. All right, I didn't get to Hot and Heavy yet. We were we, – oh, All right, that. real quick. Go, do we have anybody? Okay, quick, real quick. Hang on a second. Okay. Uh, we got to get to hot and heavy, and that became our hot and heavy tip. Ah, oh. all right, Dean Martin. Uh, and we'll get to we'll get to the second half of our world famous marriage talk segment. My fault, I ran late. Back in a second, AIM ten seventy. The answer. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Let's reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 103.3. The answer. All right. Sorry, I ran a little late in the last segment. I, we didn't get to the hot and heavy marriage tip, which is also written on our world-famous marriage talk segment, a portion at Facebook, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick, uh, an extra segment with us. Same prices. You're getting paid twice the same as usually get. Uh, uh, just go get his book, Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. Hot and heavy marriage tip is hidden gems. We can like, we can likely all name the familiar spots. How you doing? But other spots also <laughs> exist, which should be explored as well. Some hidden gems that are highly sensitive to a light touch include 
the collarbone, the earlobe, the inner wrist, back of the knee, and a space between the ankle bone and heel, just to name a few. In Song of Songs within the Bible, King Solomon's wife specifically references his hair, eyes, cheeks, arms, legs, and his lips as being altogether desirable, possibly all hidden gems. Take away, Mr. Kossi. Right. So last week we talked about PDAs, you know, personal display of affection. Yeah. And today we were talking about pet names and getting everybody kind of all fired up for each other and how cute that is and, and getting excited by each other. And now we're at the point of, well, what do we do now? And so this is another one of those little tips to say, well, if you do what you've always done, then that probably be great and fun and a blast. But why not try some other stuff? And some things that people just don't normally think about in this particular area is those not so well-known spots. And it was interesting because I actually had a girl back when I was in, in college. Uh, we got done dancing and she looked at me and I, I had to have her repeat it because I didn't think I understood what she said. She goes, you have absolutely gorgeous earlobes. And I was like, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> you have gorgeous like, earlobes? That is earlobes? Are you kidding? And then, so I was reading the study, and I thought back on that, and I thought, this gal must know something about earlobes that I didn't know. And as it turns out, when you look at the studies, there's a lot of nerve endings in the earlobes. And that's one of those areas that if it's neglected, you know, you're missing out on a, a particular spot of the body that may may help you out uh, a little bit. So, um that is the way you, I'm speechless on that line. I've never I heard don't. that. Nobody, no, none of my buddies have ever said, dude, you're not going to believe this. I was out. Just met this gal. Tell me I had hot earlobes. Hot lobes. <laughs> Hashtag hot lobes. I've never had it since. And, wow. you know, I probably you know, I never had it before that. It was the weirdest thing. And I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to interpret that. But <laughs> anyway. You know, you just, just for, for the story, you should have just hung out a little while longer. I'm just throwing it out there. Mono mono. Okay. Mono mono. Uh, I can tell you I didn't marry her. I married I married somebody else. <laughs> you didn't marry you didn't marry Loeb's McCoy? Okay, good. <laughs> I, I did not. I did not. But uh, one of these things, it's one of those exercises where you go through, and it's just one of those things where you can have fun and say, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, uh, you know, you might find other other areas that right. have been kind of left alone for a while, and you'd be amazed at how sensitive some of those non-traditional areas really are. And, and speaking of areas that may have been left alone for a while, real quick, Robert Kosick, my wingman, Quick extended edition of our world-famous Marriage Talk segment. Place that people haven't been to in a while, Song of Songs within the Bible. You mentioned that from King Solomon. Holy fragile. Oh, yeah. Read. I'm not going to do it on the air. But I remember, I like, okay, it's it's it gets a little, look a little steamy there, buddy. Oh, yeah, when she starts talking about the garden and, and yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, there's some there's some good stuff in there. Uh, you'll blush when you read it for sure. But it's wonderful that God said this is such an important, great area. I'm putting it out there in the Bible for people to read it and couples to enjoy to say this is not a taboo area. This is something that should be celebrated and should be enjoyed and should have fun. And it's not just for having kids. Otherwise, the world would be overpopulated. So it, it's something couples need to do to enjoy each other, and they – it's celebrated in the Bible, and you should celebrate it, too. It's celebrated in the Bible. Husbands and wives should celebrate it, and you're also pouring the foundation of solid marriages for your children. If you oh, yeah. treat your wife like crap, or ladies, you treat your husband like crap, that's what your sons and daughters see. And what do you think they're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, in most cases, it is a monkey see, monkey do. But when you celebrate your love, celebrate your relationship, Put your wife on a pedestal. Put your husband on a pedestal. That's what the kids see. All you're, and you're doing a wonderful and blessed job of pouring the concrete for the foundation of their marriages. 
you know, yeah. of and I, t- I tell you, each one of these areas that we that we put out here, you know, the rest and the, the down by your ankle and all that kind of stuff are all things you can do out in public, and it's not bad. I mean, you can rub your your wife's feet or his feet or, uh, you know, rub your fingers down his back or through his hair. It's all things you can do that's not embarrassing that your kids can see and see that mom and dad love each other and they enjoy right. being together without crossing that line. Done deal. I'll tell you, it meant a lot to me real quick when my dad would say, hey, there's my girlfriend over there by the stove. It would be my mom. She'd be like, <laughs> honey, not in front of the children. He'd let My dad would look at my mom. like, And the same thing yeah. with my uh, and Denise's family. You know, there's the it was flirting going on and stuff like that in the kitchen. Even when I was there, when I got into the, the family, um, sure, I had to hold my hand over a candle and had to burn a playing card. But anyway, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure the mob was outside with listening devices. But the point is, you're, you're <laughs> doing that flirting stuff. I mean, not too much, but that flirting stuff yeah. is great for is great yeah. for the family. All right, Mr. Kosick, go have a uh, wonderful weekend with you, Kath. I appreciate you penning and writing our content for our World Famous Marriage Talk segment. That's segment 312. Jeez, crackers, that's a lot. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. And they're all there on Honor the Vow if you want to go and start reading past uh, versions real quick. All right, go enjoy. Thank you for stopping by. Bon fortuna. Ciao, Bella. You have a fantastic and blessed weekend, Sam. You too, buddy. America, that wraps up our World Famous Marriage Talk segment. Trust me, it works. Back in a second, AM 1070, The Answer.